If you're looking for a podcast about all things hunting, especially in the South, you've come to the right place. My name is Weber Herbison, and hunting is the ultimate addiction. Welcome back to the Ultimate Addiction Podcast. Uh, deer season is over. And for that, a lot of people are like, thank the Lord. Um, <laughs> most people, I say, I don't know about most people, but if you're a turkey hunter, you're like, thank Jesus. Uh, got that out of the way. Now we can... Uh, I'm kind of sad about it. Yeah, I'm definitely sad about it. I was sad about it. In December, because <laughs> I knew that once I got back to school in January, that was going to be about it for me. Yep, same. Uh, I know I've heard a lot of turkey hunters say, like, February is my least favorite month. Like, I absolutely hate February. Uh, just because it's a lull, it's like, you know, the, the anticipation, the waiting before turkey season or whatever, and it's just like a dull month. I... I personally love February. February is one of my favorite months because with February comes shed hunting. And this will probably be our last deer hunting episode, at least for a while. We might we might jump back into some stuff uh, after turkey season, but I know that everybody is is getting the itch to go turkey hunting so that yeah we'll slowly turn to or probably quickly transition yeah. into turkey hunting yeah everybody wants to hear about turkey hunting i've had a bunch of people tell me like hey uh when are you gonna have a turkey hunting episode so we're gonna transition to that next week probably um the nwtf's coming up in nashville we'll be there um so yeah our mindsets are are shifting too we're getting we're getting ready to shift gears but I, for all the shed hunters out there, which there's not, I feel like in the South, there's not a whole lot of shed hunters. There's just not a lot of people do it. Uh, I know Patrick, he... Yeah, the extent of my shed hunting is looking for turkeys and yeah. then walking to a food plot. Yeah, it, it, you know, I feel like that's a lot of people. You go scouting for turkeys, and if you find a shed, you find a shed. Me, on the other hand, me and my dad especially, we... Which, like I've said in other podcasts, we hunt a, a large track of land, but we, I mean, we normally find a hundred or so each year, and I don't want to say that it is strictly because we go out there and we're like, I want to pick up every shed in the woods. It's more of, like we mentioned in the last episode, we use it as like a scouting tool, like to look at places we haven't necessarily scouted before, and so we go... And just walk, you know, all around this area. And if we find a bunch of sheds, we find a bunch of sheds. And that's a good thing. And we will check, you know, areas that we know there's a bunch of deer. Or if there's a deer that we want to find as sheds, we're going to walk that area hard. Things like that, you know, it's just... It's another one of those puzzle pieces. Yep. For next year. Yep. And, man, it's just... it. Shed hunting is, like, it's just freeing to me. It You're in the woods... You're not you're not having to worry about 
being quiet or, you know, spooking something. You're just there. You're walking around. You're getting to see. You can really get in places that deer and deer season you were kind of scared to go into, you know, like at some kind of thicket or something that you didn't want to go in there and bust out a bunch of deer or whatever. You can really go in there and see what they're seeing, see why deer were in there, why deer why you've been seeing deer in certain places because late season you know you're really focusing on food and and bedding to hunt and so you're really trying to avoid those places where deer are congregated and so when you go shed hunting you can go blow them out of there and you ain't got to worry about nothing you know you just go in there yeah. and look you got plenty of time in the off season for the deer to get comfortable back in yeah, there yeah definitely don't have to worry about you know, spooking anything at all, and so I, you know, it's just fun to me. I really enjoy just being in the woods and walking around and kind of getting those puzzle pieces. Like you said, it's just I'm constantly thinking about the next year or the you know the next deer, the next what I'm gonna hunt, where and how and why. And so shed hunting kind of, and it's also cool to me to pick out a certain deer and be like, I want to find his sheds. Like, I, I got some history with this deer. I want to grow that history and really, you know, if I decide to hunt him, I'll have these sheds. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, you build a a bond with that deer almost. Uh, but we don't want to make this podcast strictly just words or like, I like to do this. And we had this hunt, and this is how it went. You know, a lot of hunting podcasts is how they are. So we're going to try to make this a little bit educational for those that don't really, maybe maybe you never thought about it too much, I guess you'd say. Like, why why do deer shed their horns? Like, well, why is it at this time, you know, versus this time? Or, you know, what causes it? So I guess we can we can talk about that a little bit. But with that, the reason that deer shed their horns is the same as when deer go into rut or the same reason they shed their velvet at a certain time. It all has to do with the photo period. And turkeys gobble because of the photo period, too. Yep. They breed during this. So... Notice the trend, pay attention to the photo period. Yeah, photo period is very important in the the in wildlife, in the world of wildlife. If you didn't know this, there are no turkeys in Alaska. The only that is the only state out of the fifty. That's why you hear chasing forty nine, you know, trying to kill one in every state that has them. Alaska cannot have turkeys because the photo period doesn't allow for it. They can't there's too much daylight or there's not enough daylight and so that you know the photo period doesn't transition like it should and so that's why there can't be turkeys in alaska because they can't figure out how the breeding cycle works like their internal clock doesn't doesn't work correctly and so deer are the same way like there's a reason that the rut in your area is the same time every year there's a reason Deer start shedding their horns around the same time every year in your area. Now, it does change per area. Like, I know where I hunt, 
we'll start seeing deer shedding early January. And where Patrick hunts, we yeah, we get truck ramp <laughs> pictures in March, and they still have their horns. Yeah, we'll be turkey hunting and see a rack buck, you know, walking by. So it all depends on where you're at, and it also depends on kind of the status of your deer herd. If, let's say, there's a couple things that can affect when a deer will shed his horns, but normally a deer will shed his horns within a few days of a certain time frame every year like it differs it differs from deer to deer but one buck will shed his horns barring some external factor within a day or two just about every year and like i said it depends on the area you're in like you know up north the rut has to happen at a certain time because if the does don't get bred by this certain time, then the fawns wouldn't be able to survive the winter the following year. Well, in the south, our winters aren't really harsh at all. And so, like, the further south you get, the later the rut will be because it just, it's not as big of a factor. Or, and it might not even be late, it just, I say, I guess your intense rut, We've got quotes around intense because it's definitely not as intense as the Midwest, but I kind of think it just runs a little longer. Yeah. Does come into heat slowly versus up there, they all kind of come into heat at the same time. Yeah, and each doe will come into heat around the same day every year, but it, like it's the same thing. It's a little bit different per deer. Uh, so what happens is, as this photo period changes, you know, it's getting shorter and shorter throughout the year. And once it get once it hits a certain point for this deer or this deer herd, then the testosterone, the the pineal gland in the deer's brain will stop producing as much testosterone. So as their testosterone drops, that's what causes the shift in blood flow from these antlers. And so these cells that are holding the antler onto the skull become weaker and weaker with that lack of blood flow and they eventually just fall off and they pretty much start growing back immediately there is a little period where you know you can see the the bloody like spots on their skull but within a few days to a week that spot will be gone and the antler will start growing back and i don't know if you know this but antler is the fastest growing organism known to man it grows faster and you know more volume than any other organic substance in the world yeah basically developed completely developed within six months yeah if not less than that yeah it i mean you know throughout the summer in velvet and stuff those antlers can hit a point where they grow like an inch a day or more like just imagine imagine your arm like you hit your growth spurt when you're when you're 13 and you grow an inch in a day or something patrick probably did if y'all didn't know patrick's like six six uh so yeah shed hunting this will probably be a shorter episode because uh yeah, just, i don't say the tactics to it or yeah, the strategy, not much strategy to it. Yeah. <laughs> the more you walk, the more you'll find. But everybody knows, like, 
once the rut's over, deer get back to that feeding and cover pattern. They go, you know, they go from bed to food, bed to food. They're not, they don't have, they don't want to do anything else. A lot of bucks are run down from the rut, and that's kind of all. They're just trying to throw back on weight and deer in general. This is when the winter gets tougher, and so that's just, you know, they got a, all the bucks have a lower testosterone level and all that. So all you know, that's not that's all they're worried about is food and cover. So where are you going to find your sheds? Around food and around cover and anywhere in between. So. Food plots, obviously, like that's where deer. So is that where you find the majority of your horns? Yeah, like the first. Probably we, just because it's the easiest spot to find. Them. Yep, that's why that's why everybody finds a bunch of horns in food plots because you can you can drive your truck, your side by side, whatever, yeah. up to the food plot. You can put up get your, your binoculars. Bin- yep, put up your binoculars, and if it's a decent shed, you'll see it. Now, I personally will walk every food plot i plan on checking just because you're gonna miss them with your binoculars you, you'll see yeah, some. they'll fall a certain way and you won't yep. even notice them there i found several that i didn't see until i literally almost stepped on them you know the wheat wheat will be tall or something in a food plot and you just can't see it and so i just i make sure i walk every food plot i check i, I remember a couple of years ago we had a like a few days off school, and so I just went out by myself with my school backpack and uh, was planning on walking all day. And I was like, I'm going to start in this one food plot, and then I'm going to walk this whole area, whatever. There's a certain deer that I wanted to find in sheds, and I did find one side that day. But in this food plot, it's, it was right off the main road. Like, we have a bunch of people that hunt where we hunt, and... I guess everybody was just like, well, I assume somebody else has checked it. And so I walked that food plot and found like six sheds in this one food plot that everybody had missed. Any big ones? Not that I can remember. Nothing that stands out. Nothing huge. You know, some just your typical eight points and stuff like that. Uh, But yeah, I had my backpack so full that it ripped and I had to go buy a new school backpack. Ended up finding 20 something that day by myself. But I mean, I walked a lot. Another example of just looking and going out there and finding them. My dad was over there at wherever hunts this weekend and walked a spot. And they drove the side-by-side through the exact same trail he walked on and found matching set of sheds. Yep. So it just, they are hard to see in certain places. So <clears throat> with that, you know, saying they're hard to see, if you are shed hunting, ideally you want to be shed hunting on a cloudy dreary if it's spitting rain like perfect you would think it'd be the opposite you would think oh you want a sunny day so they'll shine but But you got those shadows everything else is shining too dude like a sunny day everything is shining and nothing sticks out about a deer horn on a cloudy dreary nasty day where it's dark outside kind of a shed will shine like a flashlight through the woods for I mean you can see it for 300 yards shining through the woods and so for example of this last year I guess it was yeah last year I actually have the video on YouTube 
my dad and I, one weekend, found 40-something. And we were, we drove, I guess we drove the side-by-side through this area. Did not see a shed anywhere. And we get, like, back to the cabin, I guess it was. And I realized I had lost my phone. And so we went back where we drove the side-by-side through. And that's a big area, like, full of, I mean, it, it was a large area where I could have lost the phone. But I had kind of narrowed it down. So instead of driving the side-by-side back through, obviously, we walked. We, like, followed the tracks and walked everywhere. Well, when we drove through, it was sunny. But when we walked through, the clouds had come out and it had gotten dark. And we found, like, 15 sheds on this walk where... We had literally just driven through, and there were sheds everywhere that we couldn't see. And so you probably miss a lot more sheds than you think. I know, like, scouting deer and deer season uh, this year, for example. Early season, I was putting out a camera somewhere and got my dad. I put it out by myself. And then the next day, me and my dad went in there to move the camera, I think. And it was sunny when I went in there the the day before. And then the next day, my dad and I went back in there, and it was cloudy. And I had walked right by a shed like five times. And then the next day, I found it. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I literally walked by this three times yesterday. I I literally had to have stepped right beside it. And it's just they shine when it's cloudy for whatever reason. So... If you want to pick your shed hunting days, <laughs> find a day when it's supposed to rain. That's, that's your best chance of finding more. Yeah, so cloudy day is probably a good day to be in the woods, just period. There's a lot of stuff sticks out, rubs. Mm-hmm. Everything. Scrapes. I don't know what it is, but it just like everything that's different stands out. Yeah. Or like something that's not really supposed to be there, it just they stand out. Uh. So I saw a thing, it was talking about the Midwest, but I guess this might could, you might could say something about this. So in the hills, or I guess in the Midwest, they're like, you know, check the south facing slopes because that, those slopes are going to get more sunlight during the day. And so the deer are going to hang out there more. Yeah. Especially in the winter. Yeah. Where I hunt, there's no there's no slopes. Everything's flat, and so you really don't have to worry about that. But have you noticed any Have you noticed any trends, or you know, do do deer like to hang out more on the south facing slopes in the winter, or which I mean, I guess even your hills aren't anything crazy. They probably don't even stick out. The trees probably block the sun a lot. Yeah, I'll say that. I mean, like I said, I really don't shed hunt, but in the few times that I have found sheds, like in the woods, I guess they're kind of on the top of hills where the sun can kind of peek through. I haven't noticed any, like, slope variance, but like Weber said, there's really not enough. There's no mountains. So the trees, and there's trees on every hill. So not not really, but, I mean, I would not take my word for something as set in stone because I don't do it enough to say, oh, yeah, I found 10 here, but when I go to this side, I don't find any. Yeah, so, yeah. But the only ones I found in the wood are on top of ridges. 
And that's probably just because they're easy to see and the, you know, the sun kind of peeked through. And they're, and they're scouting for turkeys. Yep. Uh, trying to think if there's anything. I know where I hunt, dewberries are a big, big uh, late season food source. And so, man, you will find a ton of sheds in a dewberry patch. And uh, you mentioned kudzu in the last episode. I don't. We don't have kudzu where I hunt. Is that a late season food source, or is that more of an early season early food season. source? Okay. It, it dies like grass. Okay, so yeah, that wouldn't be a a hot area. But definitely, man, where I hunt, dude, you find a dewberry patch that I, you will find sheds there. It's just, well, you just got to look. I mean, if you walk a dewberry patch, you're going to find a bunch of sheds. And typically, we'll wait till kind of later to start walking the hard areas to find, you know, you want to pick up the easy ones first because you got to compete with everybody else. So check all the food plots till they're done and then walk all the thickets after that. Really, really start scouting for next year then. And then, you know, if you find something... What do y'all do about briars, walking through briars, as in the dewberry patches? <laughs> uh, Just suck it up? Yeah, I bleed a lot. <laughs> every every uh, every year shed hunting, I'll get home and I'll, like, go to get in the shower and I'll just have, like, splinters. Like pimples. Yeah, like splinters all in my thighs and in my legs. Uh, so I went yesterday looking at a place and... Recklessly, I did find a shed. It was an old shed, but I did find a shed in the area, and it, it was a burn area, so it was not hard to find. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to some areas that had some thick stuff, and I, I did not enjoy it. Yeah, we. I mean, my my shins will be all tore up from the like dewberry briars and all that stuff. I'll have scratch. Everybody, I remember last year I went to the gym, and uh, I'd been shed hunting. It was that weekend we found so many that I mentioned earlier, and my legs were just like scraped, looked like. Some like I got attacked by a cat or something like, but I had briars all in my legs and I was scratching and everybody's like, "What have you done to your legs?" And I was like, "A lot of walking in the woods." Self-inflicted pain. Yeah, yeah. I really don't think about it while I'm walking through the woods. I'll feel it. I'll 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 notice it later, or I'll you know I guess if I really get caught by a good briar, I'm like, uh, that's gonna scratch me. Yeah. My my dad, on the other hand, he bleeds. He will bleed so bad. He gets stuck by a briar. He'll be like dripping blood. I'm like, golly. So every time we walk in the woods, he comes out there looking like a a stuck pig. I guess there's those things called Dan's. Is it Dan's waders? Like the squirrel hunting gear? Heck, I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? I I don't know what it's called, but I'm assuming we're we're thinking of the same thing. It's like briar pants. Yeah, Yeah, my dad has some. Heck, he probably had to get them because he (laughs) was probably bleeding through his pants. Bleed out. Dog started barking. We had a a little delay. Had to get that taken care of. But we're back. So, where were we? I was going to say, if you you have a shed hunt, you got a day you're going shed hunting, how do you start off? Or what's your plan of attack for the day? For looking for sheds i think most people kind of like i said myself included just ride around or just walk certain spots you know, or walk area where you think a deer might be but what's your plan uh yeah most people definitely is more of just like let's go ride around and we'll ride through all the food plots or whatever and just pick up what we see uh you know most people shed hunting it you know 
February is a lull for most people. Um, most people aren't really serious shed hunters. They like to just ride. And if they see one, great. If you know, if not, they're just hanging out. Uh, me personally, I don't necessarily care to just find a ton. I use shed hunting, which we're in school, so you know my shed hunting is very limited. It's like usually a weekend, a weekend, maybe two if I'm lucky. Uh, and it used to not be like that growing up. It was every weekend, like or if I wasn't playing a sport at the time, February's baseball season. Uh, so really wasn't getting out of school and going to look, but it was, I mean, every weekend we were shed hunting and that's still how my dad is. But for me, I pretty much have to pick a weekend now or two and what weekend, if you had choice, you could go just one weekend. What weekend would that be? The later, the better, uh, preferably like last weekend of February, first weekend of March. Uh, once it hits March, I'm pretty much getting ready for turkeys, but last weekend of February, ideally. And I will, if there's a deer that I want to find his sheds, I will pick a block of woods where I think he is, and I will walk every inch of it. That's just me. I will, like, pack a lunch or something and just take off walking. And, uh, or just a block of woods that I hadn't really looked in, hadn't really scouted in much. Um, there's always like when you're going in the woods, your kind of your main focus is more, I'm going to go find this deer, not necessarily I'm going to go find his horns. Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I like finding a bunch of sheds. Like I like going, you know, just looking where I know that there's a bunch of deer. It's, It's fun to pick up sheds, but if I'm going by myself, normally I have a plan and I'm looking in an area <clears throat> that I know a big deer is or I want to scout for some reason. Either, like, I heard a big deer was in there or, like, we didn't, we've never hunted in here uh, or I've never really been in there. I really want to check it out, and I'm going to walk every inch of it, and I'm going to mark on my map everything I find. And, heck, I did it last year. I, like, killed a turkey, and our deer shed really late last year. So I, like, killed a turkey opening day or day after opening day, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go shed hunting. Uh, and walked a huge block of woods, several hundred acres by myself, and didn't find a shed. You know, I was, I was looking for scar sheds is what I was doing. And so, yeah, I'm, I use it as more of a scouting tool. A lot of people just like to go pick up horns, and that's fine. I like to do that, too. It's cool. Uh, but since my time is so limited, I use it as like a, I'm going to pick a block on the, pick a block of woods on the map, and I'm going to just walk it. Now, I'm not going to walk in any open woods. I'm not going to walk somewhere that ain't got food or something, you know, like dewberries or just any a thicket, something to hold deer, like, you're not going to find a whole lot of sheds in open woods just because deer aren't going to be there, especially late in the season. So, Do you try to walk trails or are you just walking? Yeah. Uh, if I'm in the woods, I like to walk trails. But, man, rarely do I ever find a shed on a trail. You know, bucks just don't like to follow the main trail for whatever reason. And 
So I, you know, I really just try to walk all around. You get in Dewberries, dude, there'll be a trail beat down to the dirt, and the shed will be like 30 yards off of it just because bucks don't, they, you know. And the they, thickest crap you can find. Yeah, they do their own thing, like, uh, for whatever reason. So I, I like to make loops. I know a bunch of people talk about, uh, like, cross hatching. They walk on the map like, yeah, like grid, grid searching. Grid searching, that's the word I was looking for. And, yeah, if I'm really, really wanting to find a certain deer's horns, I'll grid search, but... Yeah, that's a whole lot of work. Yeah. Especially through briars. Yeah, you know, I... We don't... There's not really a thicket big enough to just grid search hundreds of acres, but, you know, you kind of... You get on the edge of those food sources, like a like a food plot. A lot of times you'll find the sheds, you know, in those staging areas around the food plot. A lot of people miss sheds just because they don't get off the food plot. And bucks, you know, they, they sit on the edge of those food plots till dark. And so they spend a lot of that's a lot of daylight that they're not in that food plot. And so they'll they'll shed their horns all around it. And so I like I like to walk around food plots I like to walk you know transition areas uh between thickets and and things like that uh i don't know pretty much just find sign that's fresh same thing as we were talking about in the scouting episode earlier you know find the sign and that's where you're going to find what you're looking for most of the time yeah uh so you know i walk until i find a bunch of sign and then typically find sheds there you know just the more walking the more you're gonna find yep many other things any tips any other tips oh. i'll say let's if you had which this is um do you have anything else to add to it not really i mean shed hunting just just you know, walking yeah do your scouting yeah, it's just, it's you'll just find, scout. find your shed. That's all it is. It's just scouting, not during deer season, yeah. and with a little added bonus to it, basically, to me. Yeah. I'll say, so since we're kind of wrapping it up, this was a short podcast, but like we said, there's just not much to shed yeah, hunt, not much strategy, just be in the woods, like we always say. Yeah, we're wrapping, we're wrapping up deer season, you know. But if you had to leave the listener with one thing for shed hunting, what would you say? Uh, the number one tip I could give somebody about shed hunting is to go when it is cloudy or rainy or dreary. Really go when it is not sunny. That's just the, you'll find, don't get me wrong, you'll find sheds on sunny days, but you're going to find more when it's cloudy. And if you don't know what i'm talking about just test it out because when it's cloudy when it's rainy dark they will shine like a flashlight and you can freaking find them really easy like me and my dad found two hanging in trees last year that were like 200 yards away just because it was so cloudy you could see them and you just knew it was a shed because it was shining like like i said like a light yep uh other than that just go where you know the deer are and just walk, find food, find cover, uh, and anywhere in between, and you'll find sheds. 
avoid avoid open woods. Yeah, you can find sheds in open woods. I've found sheds in open woods, but majority are going to be in the thickets, around the food, uh, and anywhere between the bedding and the food. So use it as a tool. You know, I like I like picking up sheds just like anybody, but if you really want to increase your knowledge of deer you know think about why you're finding sheds here really try to hone in on one deer and try to find his horns and see what that teaches you that's what i like to do well said well said Uh, all right so i guess that's that's it for the shed podcast and Les Weber has anything else nope you're you're welcome turkey hunters because it's coming yeah so i guess next week um Kind of, I guess, an off week for us, really. You know, we got NWTF come next weekend. Next weekend, I'm sure we'll yeah. do a podcast that weekend with somebody. Yeah, there, whether it be Maverick or Marshall or somebody yeah. famous. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll find somebody to get somebody to talk, come in, and talk about turkey hunting and what the NWTF had going on. But I guess next week we'll slowly get into turkeys, kind of talk about, I guess, what we're getting prepared. Yeah, what we, how we like to get ready and. You know, just some tips and tricks, and probably do some college, yeah, tips. Yeah, that'd be a good way to start. I think give it, give everybody some good practicing time before the season starts. That's right. Everybody's in there. I had someone told me yesterday they're like, I'm in the buying stage. I'm buying all my calls <laughs> and buying all my stuff. I'm in the buying stage right now, so I like that. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And as always, um, leave five star review. If it's not five stars, don't leave it. And if you have a comment or something good to say, leave that too. And thanks for listening. This is the Ultimate Addiction Podcast.